This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. We got a new podcast called What a Time to Be Alive, where we count down all the weird, dumb things in the weird, dumb world. So check us out every week if you want to learn about Osama bin Laden's taste in anime. Why jeans aren't long enough anymore. Why a man who stole 800 pounds of fajitas from a correctional facility is an American hero. And uh, look, there's probably going to be some Trump stuff, but not too much, all right? Bye. Hey guys, awesome episode today. A girl's boyfriend is on vacation. She wants to know how many times to text. And we got a girl who's at home and wants to know about the guy who visited for Thanksgiving. Check it out. Enjoy it. Share it with friends. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The holiday weekend was unbelievable. What a response. Tweets, DMs, Facebook messages. All of you on road trips, seeing the family, getting away from the family, telling me where you're listening, how you're listening, with who you're listening. It's really, oh, does it feel good. Hoo-wee! It, oh, I gotta say, it felt like the whole holiday weekend, I was on all fours, and I looked like a dog that hadn't been neutered. And my balls were just hanging out back, like, you know, shaft to the front. Balls to the back, and some and all of you were sitting there with a with a feather, just feathering up and down the seam of my nuts. Oh, did it feel good? Feathered as fuck. All literally, I'm on all fours. Imagine it. Imagine me naked on all fours. Okay, balls just dingle dangle in the back. You're with a ten foot feather from far away. It was a long distance feathering, and you were just grazing up and down that back seam of the nuts, the one, you know, from the reverse angle. You know, it feels good from that angle. And then sometimes you go a little too high, and I'd be like, oh, that, that was so wrong, it was right. It feels so good. Oh, does it feel good. Love when you tell me how you're listening, where you're listening. Keep spreading the word. The only way this podcast continues on, because we get bigger every week, more sponsors, more great guests, uh, is the only way it happens is with you, the listener, telling another person with ears. If someone has ears, they have the ability to be a fan of this podcast. And I stand by the product, okay? People come on the show, they say to me all the time, they say, Jared, this is a good show. And I go, yeah, what the fuck do you think we're doing here? And they say, I go, you know, because comics go on a lot of podcasts and they're like, oh my God, who does this person think is listening to this bullshit? I know you're listening. I can hear you. I can feel you. I feel your warm embrace. I feel your feathers. So I need you to keep spreading the word, telling a friend, telling that new friend at at college, telling that buddy in your high school class, telling that friend at work. Keep spreading the word. And you can send anything. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We have a lot of emails today. We're going to get to a lot of them because I I trust the guest today. I I have a feeling... He's going to be a great asset to this podcast because I, I just feel like you, 
the, this guest, uh, he's a listener, and he'll have you know a thought out, well constructive uh, constructed advice. I, I have that feeling about you, Josh Gondelman. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. It's a pleasure. We've been trying to do this for a long time. Long time. I've wanted to have, and I do believe that. I think you you know, there's a lot of comics. You know, that it's like they grew up in the trash can outside. <laughs> And they're just like, just fuck a bitch. And it's like, I don't think you're going to, I think you're going to come with like well-versed, you know, thought out responses to these people. I'll try. That's I, generally, not, my advice isn't generally just fuck a bitch. Yeah, just, <laughs> I, you don't strike me as the just fuck a bitch guy. That's not, no. Th- that is your t-shirt that you sell yeah, on the road. Yeah, I sell it on the road. It says just fuck a bitch and it's a guy fucking a dog. Yeah. And it's like, people are put off by that. But that's a bitch. That's, a, that's yeah, the whole. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I have a very pro-bestiality. Yeah. My advice has a pro-bestiality slant. But it's got to be male-female. Yes, okay, it's, yes. got, it's just fuck a bitch. Okay, right. actually, any gender of person, female dog. Yes, <laughs> pro pro all that. Yes, and listen, all of you. Here's how you know Josh Gondelman without knowing him already. He writes for Last Week Tonight. Yes, which is like that is the show. That's oh, thanks, the, man. I, I mean to me that's the new Daily Show. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. I mean, I we go to that for perspective at this point because I got to say from my perspective, I'm not a I don't have a team, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, 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 you know, listen to this. We, you know, maybe they think I lean a little bit more right. Maybe they think I'm in the middle. I wouldn't call myself to the left, but I would say that it feels like this uh, last week tonight comes in with like, okay, let's just see what the fuck. It, that's let, me, a, let me see why the house is burning. Yeah, that's what we try to do. I think we try to like find an interesting story, get get it straight in our heads and make it funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Instead of coming in. I think sometimes, you know, we come into something like thinking it's one way and we go, oh, it's different than we thought. And Ab- that's like a cool, uh, that's a cool way to experience it rather than just trying to fit the, the facts we find into the story that we've already created. I, I totally agree. And a lot of times people come out and they just say, fuck that thing. And mm-hmm. then it's like, well, why? What about, you know, there's a lot of gray in this world mm-hmm. and in a Twitter, in a Twitter verse, it's black or white. There's no middle ground. Right. Well, 280 characters. We're getting a little more middle ground that nobody wanted or asked for. <laughs> no, nobody wanted it. Nobody. Right. And Everyone's like, oh, the middle. That's the part that sucks. It's the middle. Cut and, out the middle. <laughs> and you have like your Twitter. You did. Okay. The, the one Twitter that I know you're you, the modern yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, the modern Seinfeld. People yeah. know that. Yeah, that was wild. That was the first thing anyone ever, you were like, oh, you're the guy from that, which was really exciting and flattering. That's cool. And it was taking Seinfeld and explain it. Was so it, it was It was basically, we did it, it was a few years ago, my friend Jack Moore and I did it, and it was like, I know Jack, Seinfeld, yeah. yeah, he's very funny. Mm-hmm. What if Seinfeld were still on the air? What would the episodes be like? So like, one of the first ones was like, Elaine sleeps with her upstairs neighbor and then breaks it off with him, and he makes his uh, uh, network, pa- his network ID uh, Elaine is a bitch, and everybody can see it in the building. Hilarious! And he bribes she. He has he like extorts her to change it. So you're doing like fan fiction. Yeah, it's fan. It's like <laughs> micro fiction. fan fiction. Yeah, which is great. It was really fun. It was it was very silly, very fun, and uh, and people it like really resonated with people. And I think you know part of it is like I think we did a pretty good job because we're fans and tried to get the tone of the show right. Sure. But part of it was just like people love Seinfeld. Love Seinfeld. It's so great. Well, you know, the, it's a the, we live in an age of like nostalgia porn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's one of those things. I mean, like the reunion on Curb was huge when sure. they were all on. And, it, and it's one of those things that like hasn't – It's people are nostalgic for the thing and not like – the their distorted memory of it, right? Like you watch Seinfeld reruns on TV still, even yeah. though the show's been off the air for like 17, 18 years. Yeah. Like they, it, it syndicates great. And and it, it's it holds up. It holds up. So much of it holds up. And and then you're saying, well what if? And you're right. bringing him to that world. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it was really fun. That's so cool. And Thank all you. and 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 it, so all of you should go follow Josh on Twitter and Instagram at Josh Gondelman. At Josh Gondelman, joshgondelman.com. He is on tour right now. And I will tell you, he's a fantastic stand-up. Fun to watch. I see at the cellar all the time. Oh, thanks, man. So funny. And you're coming to the Midwest. You, you got some dates coming up? Yeah, this week I am in Eau Claire, Wisconsin on Thursday. Minneapolis, uh, Friday, Saturday. Iowa City, Sunday. And then Chicago next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So the Midwest, we're, we're, we're talking to you people. joshgondelman.com, joshgondelman.com. Go check out those dates. Minneapolis, Eau Claire. And Chicago. Mm-hmm. There we go. Go get involved. You ready for some emails? Let's do it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send anything you'd like. We love your emails. And I got to say, I'm going to peel them off the top. I got my big stack of emails. 
and I'm just peeling today because the titles even interest me. Sometimes it'll be like, you know, fuckabitch.com. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I don't know, we've done that one. Yeah. This is MMGBA, Make My Girlfriend Blonde Again. Promo code JTRAIN, boil them beans. I have a first world problem. I've been dating a girl now for six months. For about three years before we met, she had blonde hair. And right before we started dating, she dyed it brown. I think she looks great either way, but I have a thing for blondes. And personally think she looks hotter with it blonde. Well, that's first piece of advice, do not say that. Yeah. You hey, you were hotter before we got together. It's like <laughs> that never goes over well. No, hey, I've been masturbating to your old Instagram photos, mm-hmm. and I just want to let you know those have been a fun <laughs> thing for me. Yeah, I just don't like you now. Like it's <laughs> yeah, not a good girlfriend line. <laughs> she likes the brown brown hair and says the blonde hair was too much work to change it back so soon. Though she does contemplate it from time to time. This, that means he's brought it up. Yeah. Because right, those, right, right. those that sentence she likes the hair brown, brown means that he's been he's been like itching at the scab. Yeah. She cuz she would not just go, "Hey, uh, from time to time, I think about dyeing my hair blonde again. Yeah. You're like, well, you're going to do it? Like, no, I just think about it from time to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just too much work. You didn't just randomly bring that up right. at the halftime right. of the, you know, the Bills game. You know, it's too much work to dye my hair blonde, which it hasn't been in months. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think he was like, yeah, I like it. Remember when your hair was blonde? Yeah. You ever do that with a girl? You're just like, remember that you're just trying to get at the thing? Right, right, right. Instead of just, because you can't say, I liked you better before. No. At all. I don't mind the brown as she still looks good, but I'm left wondering. Is there a is there a way to convince her to go back to blonde as I'm as as a I am guessing saying, Hey, you used to look hotter before won't go over well. Yep, we've yeah, already we called just that. established he, that. I, I'm glad he got to that place on his own. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. Come to Chicago soon. Well, here it is. Mr. Emailer. We got someone coming to Chicago. What do you think is the best how does he get back to blonde? That's a great question. I feel like convince is a problem, right? Because like, never want to convince. Yeah, anything. right. Once you convince her, once you're like, "Hey, what about this?" Because she she already has said it's a lot of work when yeah. you tried to convince her before, apparently. But yeah, <laughs> uh, he's already said that. So I feel like it's the kind of thing that you could encourage if she expresses a natural interest in it. Yes, but it's tough because like once you convince her, and then the first time she's like, "Oh, this is a lot of work." It's your fault. You did it. Yeah, you did it. Too. You're the reason it happened. Yep. And and girls don't just like change their hair and then are okay with it. Right. I know so many women yes. that will say that they did a haircut or a hair thing and spent a day crying about yes, it. Yes, I was gonna say the same thing. When you when you brought up that women often are not okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I've um I cry. I mean, I'm very bald, so I just cry whenever I see my haircut, no matter what state it's <laughs> just, in. But, just one single <laughs> just one, Native yeah. American tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like just like my hair has been littering on the ground around me. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I think like convincing is a tough thing to to go into here. You need to be sitting by, waiting for an opportunity. Yep. Let the game come to you. Yeah. You cannot sit there. You can't bring it up. She'll know you're because you've already brought it up. Definitely. The second time you bring it up is when she knows it's a thing yeah. for you. I've dated enough girls where I've done like I and I know where this guy's at. I'm a I'm a big hair guy. Mm-hmm. And I've said it on this podcast before. Love the change up. Yeah. Cause it's like you're fucking the same chick, <laughs> but it's a different chick. You know, like it's just like it's a fun thing. You're you're like, why am I so hard? Oh, this is a little bit different. I also think like I think almost if if you are attracted to someone, I, like you said, any haircut, different haircut looks good and is exciting. Yes, it, like, like my wife got her haircut uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "This looks tremendous." Yes, and if it grew back all in a day, I would be like, "That's great too." Yeah. Well, if it grew back in the day, we'd be getting everything we want. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh, this is." It's like it's like having you know. It's it's like uh, Greg Stone used to do a bit about the different Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And, yep, and I, I remember that bit because it relates to this in a small way. Where you're like, "Oh, this is," or like, "It's like the different Barbies." So this is this is a work Barbie. Right. Like even when you like when a girl dresses up for work, we're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like we're all such animals yep. that any differentiation on the same thing that's comfortable to us is like an amazing thing. Yeah, I'm just like very easy to like. My uh, my wife wears a lot of dresses to mm. work, and every t- every morning I'm just like, "Hey." What a great dress. You look terrific yeah. today. And it's like, I mean it. I'm just like, you look different. You know, you walked out of the room. You came in looking different. And I was like, wow, what a great change. And that is that is your penis speaking. 
<laughs> that is your penis going, hey, oh my God. Like, it's not your, like, it's not your intellectual you. Sure, right, it's right, It's your right. animal you. Right. And, and what she's saying, when she said it's too much work, because, and I've, listen, this is going to make me sound like a fucking strange person, but I, this is why we're here, the No Judgment Zone mm-hmm. on the J Train Podcast. I, it's like a, a Planet Fitness. This is a Planet <laughs> Fitness for your thoughts. <laughs> And um, <laughs> I I know that girls don't just go into the place and pop out a blonde. They have to go down the spectrum mm-hmm. because that's what like it's like a healthier way to go. So she's not gonna like go from brown to blonde tomorrow. She can't just do that. Here's what you do: next time she's going to get her hair done, just be inquisitive. What are you gonna? Do? Oh, you're gonna get? Oh, you you getting a haircut? What are you gonna do? And I always you can always make the joke going full whiffle, <laughs> shaving it all off, and then. You get her talking in a way, and she might ask you for what you think. And you'd be like, I don't know. And do you think I, she'll go, do you think I should go like, she'll look for things, but you can't be the person pushing this agenda. Yeah, it's a problem. You are the catcher. You need to say, and anything she brings to you, you got to throw back with positivity. Mm -hmm. So what do you think I should do? Whatever you like, throw it back. Oh, should I, you think I should go lighter? I love it lighter. I'll tell you, I think it's great. Mm. Whatever you want to do is great, but I I love it. The minute she gets, but the, I love it. But the minute she gets specific, you push the specifics that you like. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I don't know, I might go lighter. I loved it when you were lighter. Yeah. That now right. now you're in the position of okay, we're getting to a place that you are looking to be as well. Because I think if she looks to you for sincere, you know, for sure. sincere advice, she wants to know what you think. She wants to know, what- but. If she doesn't want to do it or if she's hesitating, don't be the one that makes her do like yeah. an expensive, right? It's expensive to just, get your hair colored well. Just imagine him dragging her into the salon, like, get out! Blonde, oh, this one. <laughs> Bleacher. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Josh Gondelman at Josh Gondelman, Twitter and Instagram, joshgondelman.com. Come to the Midwest. Go check him out. So funny. Travel woes, anxiety hoes. I mean, it rhymes. It rhymes. It works. You can't take that away from it. J Train and esteemed guests. Before I get into this email, New Yorkers, okay, listen. Listen up. Are you in New York? Look around you. Are you in New York City? Are you in the New York tri-state area? Where are you? Look around you. Look at your watch. Look at your license plate. Look at your license. If it says New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Long Island, wherever you're there, Live J Train podcast, December 4th. I need some resis. Go to comedycellar.com. We're doing it from the Village Underground. It's a big room. The last time we did it, we had about 150 people. Big energy. This is an energy move. We're going to do live emails, live Tinder Bumble makeovers. I need you there with a crew. And I know that's tough. Looking another person in the eye, being like, oh, I think this podcast's funny. You're going to like it. It's tough. Trust Papa JT. It's going to be a fun time. I'm going to start releasing guest names, but we have some great guests. Great. It's going to be fun. Three guests, um, and you guys are going to love them. I know it. And one you already love. So go to ComedyCellar.com. Go make a reservation. December 4th, 8 o'clock, live podcast. Go now. Pause the podcast. Make a reservation. Come on back. Let's get to the email. Lady listener here. Hit the music show. Big fan of the podcast. I've been dating a guy for about five months now. Things are going well. He left last week for a three-week vacation traveling around Southeast Asia. So, yes, we are one week. So, yes, we're one week down. There's a 10-hour time difference between us, and his Wi-Fi access can be really spotty. Despite his... Uh, being pretty good at staying in touch. We text almost every day, FaceTimed, and had two phone calls, one great sex session. We've initiated text pretty evenly, and he suggested most of the calls. Still, I'm having a really hard time figuring out how I, how much I should contact him, tell him I miss him, talk about things we do, uh, we can do when he gets back, etc. He was with a bunch of his friends and is on an amazing adventure, so I don't want to smother him, but how can I know if he misses me or is reaching out of obligation? Is three weeks enough time for a guy to forget about his girlfriend? I think we're traveling around. if I were traveling around and he was at home, I would be stressing less. Obviously, I struggle with anxiety, and the last thing I want to do is let unnecessary fears ruin the relationships. What's the proper protocol when your relatively new boyfriend is traveling? Great question. 
Great question. Love she, it. She seems really aware of the situation. She's aware. In touch of her with her feelings. Yeah. Concerned about his feelings. Sure. Great start. It's a good start. I think my my almost always relationship advice is just like when it's something like that, when you're worried about doing too much, just like do the thing that feels good. Yeah. And then stop. Interesting. It's so I, dumb. But if you're like, I'd like to text him, that would make me feel good. Yes. Then do it. But if you're like, oh, I need to text him. And if I text him and I don't hear back, then that'll make me feel bad. I totally then agree. Then don't. Don't, and don't text with the goal of getting a text back. Yes, that's a great thing. Text when you want to, when you For have you, something to communicate. You have something to say, you say it. Yes. And don't do it, because a lot of times, and, and this bothers me, I'll get girls that will DM me mm -hmm. on Instagram, and I'm very, and I respond to everyone. I, I, not to say that like, you, <laughs> they they text message me or a response to something I post or whatever, and I respond because I'm truly appreciative. Mm -hmm. And I'll write back, thank you, or wow, or awesome. And and that's a just because one, I want to show my appreciation. I want to acknowledge it, but I also want I, I can't spend ten days writing a response to you. Right. So so and and so where is my middle ground? And a lot of times, and this happens from women, I'm not sure if it, I don't know the male side of this, be, but I don't do this. I don't, I'll get called out on whether my response was good enough for their mm -hmm. message. So I'll write, wow, and they'll write, AK, don't want to hear from me. And I'm like, no, I, 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 I like I'm responding. I'm yes. happy to be here. Yes. Don't judge why I'm here. Mm -hmm. and, it, and the same goes for this girl. You have something to say. If you're feeling it, put it out there. Totally. And it's like, if the thing you want to say is, I miss you, I'm excited for when you come back, great. Yes. That's like a lovely thing to articulate. And then if you get, if you're, you know, maybe there's a little time between responses because he's traveling, but like probably when he gets the chance to respond, he'll say the same thing to yes. you. And the end, because that's how I imagine he feels. And she wonders if he's messaging out of obligation. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's absolutely messaging out of obligation. He's on the fun trip. Yes, exactly. He's checking in with you because he's saying, I do miss and like this girl, but I got to fucking do this to let her know, even though I wouldn't do this. Right. And, and it's it's not like an obligation, like it's a job. It's just like he's doing the fun, exciting thing and he's engaged more. We're like, you're in your regular rhythm of like, okay, this is when we would text if you were at home. Yes. And he's not in that rhythm. And 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 to, and to then, to because her response was, oh, I'm an obligation. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's like, okay. That's okay. That's that's called being in a relationship. A relationship is 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 signing up for obligations. Yes. The, the, the mom, you know, the parent trip over Thanksgiving. You know, the, you know, no one's getting into these things to go meet your family. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, right, like, that's an obligation. But it, it can also be an obligation that's like part of this bigger thing that you enjoy. It, and you're doing it out of love or like for yes. this person, out of respect for this person. So if he is getting in touch with you, appreciate it mm -hmm. and talk as much as you can. And also don't judge how he's coming at you. Because really in this internet world that we live in, um, we're judging texts and, and, and messages as if it, on the same level as personal interaction. Right. Which isn't fair. If he comes back and he's like, I'm going to tell you all about my trip when I come back and I can't wait to spend time with you. We're going to go out this night. We're going to go for dinner. We're going to, you got what you wanted. Perfect. Right. That's great. Even if it's, even if he's going, even if he's saying, you know, this is longer than I would do otherwise, but I know it will make you feel good mm. because I have that obligation to you because you're my girlfriend. That's great. He's doing the thing that you want and it's not like he hates doing it. Absolutely. So like, it's kind of like a choice between the two things. Like, are you choo like if you had the choice between a guy who gets in touch every day, but then doesn't make a plan when you get back mm -hmm. or the guy who's like spotty, having a good time being like, it's fun. I miss you. Good. I'll, I'll see you when I'm back. And then has a plan to see you and unravel this whole trip for you. What are you going to choose? Right. The, the, the ghost or the the real thing? Yes, the one who's like communicating things when he has the chance. Like you've you've Facetimed, you've done sex stuff. It seems yeah. like he's checked in with you. There's no such thing as too much when someone likes you too. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, so if you're checking in when you feel good, and it's making you feel good. The guy's going, "This is great. I'll get back when I can." You know, mm -hmm. it, it, and what she's really afraid of is that she's gonna hear back something negative. And yes. really, the only way to get 
deeper with him is to put yourself out there to get hurt. 100%. You just do the thing that's what you need from the situation. And then uh, and if you're sincere about that, either you get it back and that's great. Mm. Or you don't get it back and then you make that decision when it happens. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Josh Gondelman. At Josh Gondelman. Twitter and Instagram. JoshGondelman.com. Go to his website. Come to the Midwest. Chicago. Minneapolis. Oh, Eau Claire. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think so. It's like a bigger town, though. Yeah, it's like it's. Not, I've driven through it. Yeah, I think they do a, a pretty regular show. I'm really excited for it. Actually, it'll be and, great. Yeah, and uh, Iowa City. Iowa City. Yeah, we're sponsor people. Listen, holiday time, it's here. Movement watches. We've had them on before. Movement watches. Here's why I would buy for someone movement watches or for myself. Here's what I like about. It. Here's the J Train reason I like it. It's a nice looking watch that doesn't look like you're trying too hard. You don't want the watch that's a fake, big, clunky thing. You're a Patriots fan yeah. as well, right? I always talk about the the, the Bob Kraft shirt. Oh, yeah, sure. With the, With white the collar, collar and the cuffs. White collar, white cuffs. And he wears it, and you're like, that's a fucking billionaire. Yeah. Then you see a guy who do- isn't a billionaire wearing it, and you're like, that's a guy dressed up as a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Right. He's It's Halloween for him. Yes. Every day <laughs> yeah. is Halloween. This is the non-Halloween watch. This is the normal, you look good, it goes with your outfit watch that doesn't break your bank. So go to movement dot, movementwatches.com, M-V-M-T, pronounced movement. That's M-V-M-T. How, and, and it's started by two guys that are entrepreneurs, just like this podcast. I got in the podcast. This is, this is my small business. This is my mom and pop. Two guys were in college. They wanted nice-looking watches that weren't going to break the bank. They start at 95 bucks. Come on, people. If you're buying a gift for a boyfriend or a girlfriend, they got men's and women's. 95 bucks at a department store, you're going to pay $400 or $500. Um, they took out the middleman. Such great price. Movement watches will make a wonderful holiday gift. Classic design, quality construction, style minimalism. Over 1 million watches sold. Wow. In 160 countries. 15% off with free shipping and free returns. 15% off with free shipping and free returns. 15% off with free shipping and free returns. Go to movement.com slash JTrain. MVMT.com slash JTrain. MVMT.com slash JTrain. This watch has a really clean design that makes a great fashion statement. Now's the time to step up your watch game. Go to MVMT.com slash JTrain. Join the movement. I got to tell you, that last email was a lot more tender than I expected from the title uh, Travel Woes, Anxiety <laughs> That is very true. I agree. Hypothetical. Let's do one. Let's do it. You're in a meeting. You have to pick one. You're in a meeting. Okay. You're sitting across from Johnny Oliver. Okay. He's pitching ideas. He's yep. doing British shit. Mm-hmm. Drinking tea. <laughs> Drinking tea. <laughs> He's got stuffing his feelings deep down. Stuffing inside. his feelings, having some fish and chips. Yep. You have to fart when you have diarrhea. Okay. Or eating pubes on your sandwich. Pube sandwich or diarrhea fart. Okay, there's a lot to think about here. Okay. Diarrhea fart you in know. a meeting. Yes. Diarrhea fart or pube sandwich? Well, here's eating a sandwich in a meeting. Already bad form. Yeah, it is. It is aggressive. Just pull out a sambo. Like, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go 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 down on this hoagie right now. <laughs> well, I pack my own food a lot, mm-hmm. and I'll pull out like a tin foil wrap sandwich yeah, yeah, yeah. from time to time. And you can blame it on like dietary things, sure. and no one says a word. But it, they're like. Why now? Why now? <laughs> We're in a meeting. And why so many pubes? Why so many pubes? Yeah, I guess. So that's the, that was my number one question. Mm. Are the pubes visible to the other person? Because <laughs> that, I think. there's. Let's just say this. It's noticeable. Okay. But it's like one hair. They're not, they don't know it's pubes, but it's hair. Okay. When I was in my fraternity. Yeah. Um, like we would, when I was pledging, mm-hmm. they would have you go do stuff. Yep. And I would put pubes on all the food. Okay. Like if I didn't like the guy, mm-hmm. pube sandwich. I thought you meant they would have you go do stuff and you're like, you know, they'd give you a really bland sandwich and I'd season it with some pubes. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Just uh, that's my paprika. Just pube, Just kind of, pube it up. Um, I guess. Like if I, I didn't like the person, pubes are right on that sandwich. Goodbye. I think I'm going to go pube sandwich. 
That's I'm in. Yeah. Like, I've probably eaten so many people because I'm, right. I'm guessing some pledge did that to me when I was right. in my fraternity. And it's like, like you're saying, pubes just hair. It's just hair. Pubes just hair. You don't like a, a diarrhea fart. That's um, it's a day ruiner. It's a day ruiner for yourself and others. Yes. There's, you, um, you're taking the sword with a pube sandwich. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a noble choice. Shelby, do you have an opinion on this? Got a good diarrhea. Wow. What? Del- wow. Shelby, you have to know this about him. He's always counterculture. He's mm-hmm. he's the real punk rocker of this podcast. Manson. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, when I when why I think, diarrhea fight? When yeah. I think counterculture, I go yeah. straight to Manson. Straight to Manson. I go past the Sex Pistols. <laughs> I go past David Bowie. I go straight to Charles Manson. Yep. Unless you mean Marilyn Manson, in which case, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, your pubes are gonna get in your teeth. It's like, okay, ugh, like one hair in my mouth. I hate a whole sandwich full of pubes. Well, it's okay. not a whole. It's, it's not, not a, a just pube sandwich. It's it's a sandwich that involves pubes. Think of it as like you know, like sprouts. Right. Yes. <laughs> sprouts are like the Earth's pubes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sprouts are the Earth's pubes. Exactly. I think you're just like thinking you're gonna eat it, but there's gonna be a lot of. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're thinking unexpected fallout from a pube sandwich. Everyone's okay. going to be looking. Let's do one more hypothetical. Let's we'll, do it. Because we'll, uh, wa- you're short. I like the ones that we've gotten. Walking in on your parents having sex okay. or them walking in on you? Them walking in on me. Absolutely. No doubt. Because your image is just their face. It's not them fucking. It. Yeah. It's their surprise face. Yeah. And they- They I- are left with the bad image, not you. And on some level, like- they, they get it. Yes, and they're dying sooner than you, anyways. That's well, <laughs> you don't know my life. Well, yeah, this is true. I, 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 we don't know. We hope. Yeah, we can only hope. Knock on wood. Yes. My parents died. Knock on wood. Me. That's I say. I say that to them every time I see them. <laughs> it's good to see you. Hopefully, hopefully you, you die I first. I see you before you know longer than you I'm, see me. This is as much for you as it is for me. You don't want to watch me die. Sure. No, they don't. They don't. That's what every parent says. You, the I, worst thing is bearing is a child. Bearing a child. <laughs> the worst I, thing. I stand by so that. So just, just remember that when I say, I hope you die before me. Remember that. Am I? Okay, so let's do some more. Can a hometown hookup turn into a girlfriend? Oh, interesting. Is it, that the whole question? Or is that just the title? That's the title. It, it's from a lady listener. I've been listening to this since it was the TFM podcast. Shits and tits were the main topic of conversation. Get ready, Shell, because I'm a lady listener. I graduated in six, 2016. I'm living back in my hometown, which is a suburb outside of Chicago. Luckily, oh, guess who's coming to Chicago? Coming to Chicago. Luckily, a lot of my friends have moved back home, so the past year has been a blast. However, there's one guy in particular that moved back, moved to a new city after college, and is only home during the holidays. We've known each other forever and have always hit it off. We even went to prom together one year, LOL, but our relationship has always been super cash. Every time this guy is home, he hits me up to go out, and we usually wind up hooking up. The most recent time being over Thanksgiving. Yep, he was my hot Wednesday hookup. Mm-hmm. Do you ever know... Do we? My buddy told me that the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is called Hot Wednesday. I never heard that. I understood it it as soon as she said it. Sure. I was like, oh, yeah. It makes total sense. Mm -hmm. It should have a name. Yeah. Uh, This time around, he mentioned that he's planning on moving back to our hometown in the next six months. So here's my question. I like this guy a lot. We hit it off great. Always have so much fun together. Joke around. Have similar friends, interests. He even told me how much his family loves me. Let me just stop the email right now. Mm -hmm. Guys saying... Their family loves you means nothing. Girls always sit on this oh, interesting. topic. Okay. Girls always point this out. And I, listen, my mom could like a lot of people. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm not saying that. And, when, and, and guys will point this out to you as girls because we know how much it means right. to you. But it's also my family loves NCIS. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do they know? <laughs> or just like I'm not I'm not gonna marry NCIS. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into a study thing with NCIS because my parents like And you it. know what? They're gonna like the next girl. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So I I've, I, I've kind parents. That's what kind they do. parents. They like people that I like. And, and exactly. And they like people that make me feel good. So yes. and, and so but and also, so there's two things at play. Girls will bring this up as like, well, I must be in. Mm-hmm. Nah uh. Stop that. And then they'll all guys, and let me know, let me let the lady listeners know what we're doing. We know what makes you locked in more. Anything 
that makes, if we say anything that could be in a romantic comedy, we know you're into it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've done this a lot. I've been that douche. So I'm telling you, straight from the douche's mouth. Okay? Straight from the nozzle. I, you, if you met a girl on an airplane flight, she's fucking in. If you hit it off in any way that could be written into a fucking rom-com, you, because girls like the story as much as they like the relationship. They want the story. They right. want they want every girl at every wedding I've ever been to, the maid of honor or one of the friends gets up at the night before the wedding and says, she knew when. Mm-hmm. To the point where I think every girl is telling one friend, he's the one, just so they have the story. Plus, also, when you, you every many relationships that have ended, not in marriage, have had a period of, this guy's the one. This woman's yeah. the one. Yes, right? absolutely. You're like, this lady's the one. And then, like six months later, you are throwing each other's clothes out the window, just being like, "Get out of this house! Get, get away from me! You fucking!" Just animal. waiting to exhale each what, other. What is the? There's a line. There's a line. There's a motivational quote where it's like you can. Uh, it's way easier to connect the dots looking back. Oh yeah, you absolutely. can't connect the dots looking forward. Right. And a lot of girls will do it as the relationship is happening. So he lo- uh, he said his family loves me. That would be a line in the movie mm-hmm. where the music would change. But it's also like a not th- that's that's it's a nice thing to say, but it's not um, it's not a compliment necessarily from the heart at do you all. Know what I mean, if like if I was like if you're like, what do you think about me? And I said, uh, my sister thinks you're great. <laughs> that's like that's a yes. you're bobbing and weaving. Yeah, that, absolutely. So I I, I like that. I'm not trying to down this girl because I, I, but I, this is something, she's not alone is what I'm saying. Like, this is something we need to like stop doing in this mm-hmm. game of love. I think that he's at least somewhat interested in me. He is interested in you. How can I get him to view me as a girlfriend material? I feel like right now he only sees me as the girl to hook up with when he's home on break. I'm not sure if I should, should or shouldn't continue to hook up with him since it's so casual. He'll be coming home again in a few weeks for Christmas. I'm wondering what my move should be. I'm not interested in seriously dating him while he's still living in another city, but I'd definitely like to see where things go when he's officially back in the area. Any tips for how I should act with him when he's in town this winter? Thank you, Jay Train. A huge fan and your advice would be so appreciated what do you think i think it's tough very it's like, tough it's a tough situation because you have this thing that's been you have a pattern that's established right sure and you would like to break this pattern mm-hmm. and i think like excuse me how do i make him see me as a girlfriend is a hard question rather than like the i i go back to the previous question where it's just like just do the thing that that meets your needs right so yeah. if you want to hook up with him at christmas hook up at christmas sure. but don't think that that means you're gonna it means anything for the future you need to set standards for yourself yes and you need to let him know if you want to be his girlfriend if you want him to be your boyfriend he won't guess that because the pattern is not that right he can't he can't know what you're thinking unless you're setting out here are the parameters for hooking up with me yeah Mm -hmm. and and i think what you're saying is totally right like and it goes back to that last email make it a you thing yeah it's not you can't control control the controllables yes so you go hang out with him at Christmas. Absolutely. Go fucking hang out. Go hook up. Um, if, if, if that's the thing that'll make you feel good at Christmas. Yes. And hang, if hanging out with him feel, makes you feel good, that's what you right. should do. I also think that right now, while he's in another city, you're not going to get to that conversation yet. Absolutely. Because he's in transition time. He's not going to say – when he moves back, you need to be the best part about him moving back. Oh, and there's this great girl. We always hang out, but we never were in the same city. And then when he's back, hey, the party's still happening here. And it also it doesn't seem out of bounds, like to because it seems like you're <laughs> you two are hooking up when it's convenient for sure. both of you. And maybe if you uh, propose taking a trip to where he is now, that kind of puts it on like, hey, I'm ready to take this to at least this level. I'll come visit you where you live. I, I think that's great advice. I think that, and that actually puts your toe in the water of yeah. like saying like, where is he going to play this? Right. And this is also you maybe losing him. So you, 100%. You, you have to maybe lose him to get him. Yes. It's, it's a risk. It's a risk. But, but I think it's a risk worth taking. Right now she's in this mode where like, just like you said, like the, the the whole thing's been established. You have to you you have to set your standard mm-hmm. while also changing it up a bit. So yeah. he comes home for Christmas, great, hang out. Maybe you say to him, "Hey, I'm thinking of coming 
to your city. Would you want to do like a like? Would you want to do that and see how he responds? To that he might go ah, ah, like turn into like fucking you know wobble weeble, but but that gives you information that you need going forward. Exactly, and it, it you have it with the benefit of like you're acting on the feelings you have now instead of building them up to like maybe he comes home and we're together forever. Totally, it's like let's let's take this the next step. You can still take the next step while being casual. Because this cat, you can go to him and be like, hey, we're going to go hang out. It's going to be a fun time, whatever. Uh, I was thinking of coming to your town. Would you ever want me to come visit? And that's a hard thing, harder for you to do than for us to say. Yes, definitely. Because I, I, but I would just, I would go to him and be like, hey, I'm thinking of coming out to your town. Would you ever want me to come visit? And just put it out there that way. Yeah. Because he'll come back with a yes, no, or maybe. Mm -hmm. The no, will you'll never get a no, but the maybe means no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, the maybe definitely means no. Yeah, and it's and it's hard to hear and it's hard to put yourself at risk for. But if you, it it seems sensible instead of going like I'll wait till he comes home and then we see whether we're meant to be or not. Right? It's not about meant to be. It's like do we both have the similar feelings? Absolutely. And also back to what Josh was saying before, it sets a small standard. Mm-hmm. That, that's not you saying you must come and uh, say hello to my father yes. before. Yeah. It's that's you just saying. Yeah, it's like a fucking trip to you. Yeah. That's all. It, it's Which, such a small thing. Can we hang out when it's not the only thing for you to do? <laughs> and, and and that's a laughable small standard for whoever that is on the totally. other end. But that gives you a very good answer that like, hey, let's inch this up. Yeah. You want to inch up enough that by the time he's home, shit's, you know, you're that girlfriend material. Yeah. And, and it, not to say you're not girlfriend material. No. Just to say that to him, he sees it as, oh, I've enjoyed her in the hometown. I enjoyed her in my new town. Right. We get along when these circumstances are like less, you know, um, natural. When it's like we made time to see each other and we had a good time. Totally. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored also by Harry's. Harry's has been on, you know, for a long time now. And I love Harry's because here's. I always like what these sponsors tell why I would get it. Harry's comes straight to your door. No more going to CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, wherever you go to get razors. And I say people send me the Harry's the display from Target, and I get so angry. <laughs> I get so angry. You don't have to go there anymore. Make the mailman work for you. Get on the Harry's subscription model. Mailman's already walking around. He's already walking. He, or she. Or she. Mail person. Mm-hmm. Letter, the, letter carrier. Letter ca- razor deliverer. That, that's a badass way to describe that job. Right? They should be called razor deliverers. Get those razor deliverers. <laughs> Delivering your razors. Yeah. I love Harry's. Uh, they have, they have a, So this holiday, they're offering custom and limited edition shavings. These are great gifts for fucking the people that you don't. Like, here's the people that you think about like after the holidays, holidays where you're like, do I have to get that person a gift? This is a, a, a great gift for those people. Mm-hmm. Even a dad. Yep. Harry's is offering custom and limited, limited edition shave sets that make the perfect gifts. Their gift sets were built with your guy in mind, so you, so you know he'll love them. Sets come with German five engineered, uh, German engineered five blade cartridges that provide close, comfortable shave, foaming shave gel that smells amazing, special limited edition winter chrome and emerald green handles, and personalize it with engraving. That's one of those gifts. That's like a. I got a razor. No, but with your name on it. Mm-hmm. Emerald handle. Emerald. No matter what you're looking for, Harry's has you covered. Sets come ready to gift and beautifully designed. I've seen the gift boxes. They're really nice. They start at just 10 bucks. I also hate wrapping things. So a gift hate box, it. I'll buy something just because the box is nice. I hate wrapping things, mm-hmm. and I hate giving the things. Oh, do you? Can you imagine... You know, you could buy flowers for yep. someone. Yeah. You got to walk around like Poindexter yep. with the fucking flowers. Holding the flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Make the razor deliverers do this. They have great stocking stuffers. Even get something for yourself with Harry's. As a special offers for fans, we've partnered with Harry's to give you $5 off your order when you go to harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain. This offer is only available for the holidays. Listen, I'm giving you money. This holiday, give Harry's and give han- and give handsome. Get your holiday shopping done early and take advantage of free shipping. To get a limited edition holiday shave set with supplies last, go to harrys.com slash jtrain, harrys.com slash jtrain. Right now, that's harrys.com slash jtrain. Here with Josh Gondelman. Coming to the Midwest, joshgondelman.com. Um, matched on Hinge, banged all mutual Facebook friends. <laughs> Perfect. 
<laughs> Notorious KOB666 and esteemed guests. Mm-hmm. I offer a gently, gentle, taintly rub down with a three-foot goose feather, the frattiest of all feathers. <laughs> I'm a post-grad working at a top-tier firm in a lower-tier city in a mid-tier state in a top-tier region. <laughs> okay. Okay. So are we, we're talking Connecticut? Yeah. <laughs> Top tier region. Top tier region, Northeast. And then he Mid-tier writes. state. <laughs> he writes, I'm a white guy. You get the picture. Mm-hmm. So definitely Connecticut. Yeah. Um, as a regular on the dating apps, I'm pretty used to the how do you know your mutual friend, mutual Facebook friends conversation. I'm meeting a girl I met on Hinge for the first time later this week. We have two mutual friends who are both longtime friends of mine that I keep in pretty regular contact with. Based on the subject of the email, you don't have to be an elite detective to figure out what I've done. Uh, I've done the sex thing with both of them within the last six months. Okay. okay. Clearly not a first great date fodder. How would you play it if she asks how I know them? Should I just say we went to high school together and just explain later if necessary or come out with I stuck my dick in her uh, on Labor Day? Uh, <laughs> Somewhere in between. Yeah, I, I think probably the last one is not what you lead with. <laughs> Obviously, I won't actually phrase it like that because social skills. Also, Great. general point of interest, have you banged any previous podcast guests? <laughs> general Man point Samp, of interest. Mansamp excluded. Um, no. What do, what do we think? I I don't think that's something you have to disclose right away. I think, like, if it's asked directly, you shouldn't lie. But I feel like if you have mutual friends, you're adults. People yeah. understand that you have you may have. Also, it's 2017. Yes. So get the fuck over it. Uh, you're not talking to your priest. You're not talking yes, to the pope. For sure. Here's the answer to your question. And, and listen, we're all, we have to start treating adults. Like adults. Like adults. Yes. And, and treating them as... Adults who are able to live and breathe on a daily basis. Yes. You know, life is not meant to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Life has discomforts. I think that's like the biggest problem with our generation mm-hmm. right now is that there's this idea that every social, physical interaction should always be comfortable. Yeah. And it's also like it, it doesn't – this is not a thing that matters on a first – It like – shouldn't matter on a first not date. Not your problem, but lies today will become deal breakers tomorrow. For sure. So you have to say – so if you said, eh, I know him from high school, then let's say you guys date for six months and it comes up again. Yep. How do you know these people? They said they fucked you. Yeah. Yep. So what you say for each of them, oh, I, you positivity and as honest as you can be. Yep. Positivity, as honest as you can be. So I say, ah, uh, they're actually – love those two girls. We actually dated for a little bit. I think that's, work a, out. that's a totally great way to put it. That's the way to put it. Yep. Dated means whatever they want to say. And at, at a later date, let's say you guys are together, she's going to go, you didn't tell me you had sex with them. I told you we dated. We what dated, the, what yeah. the fuck did you think? Dated for a little bit. Yeah, dated for a little bit. Right. What, having sex is about like, that's as short a time as you can date someone. Yeah. <laughs> While you're having sex. <laughs> Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I don't know about this email, but it's it's got a weird title. Paranormal Activity. Before okay. we get into it, I want to talk about Patreon. Listen. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I had my longest uh, hello that we've ever had on the podcast today. Right, Shelby? 45 seconds. Wow. It was incredible. 43 was the old record, and I felt it. I knew two seconds in, I was like, this is the one. This, you're going the distance. And then I almost passed out. I was honored to witness it. I was worried for your health towards the end, Thank you. but I was impressed the whole time. So let me just tell you right now. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We're doing amazing things there. Bonus podcast episodes. I'm doing your advice. You can sign up to get advice straight from the douche's mouth. Um, um, and also, for a buck a month, a buck a month, a dollar, you're getting behind-the-scenes action where we talk about each episode about the podcast. I blog a little bit about each episode, about the guests who came on. You know, talk behind your back. Thank and, you. And then, uh, I, it's just nice to be spoken about. Yes. You know? <laughs> your ears will be burning. Um, no, that's great. Who do, a dollar a month. Sure. For And then you get the videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some of my stand-up on there. We're really doing some things with the platform. So you got to go. If you found any value in this podcast in your life at all, I'm not saying I don't. You don't do it. I'll be fine. Papa JT will will eat again Mm -hmm. and eat well. Yeah. But if you're finding value and you you go look, go look at it. J train or patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. This one's called Paranormal Activity. I like the name of it. Yeah, me too. And a lot of women writing it. KOB, feather for you, and we'll give Shelb and your esteemed guests a tickle, too. Thank you. 
We'll keep this short and sweet. Met a guy almost two months ago while visiting a city about an hour flight away. He's a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) How great would that question be? He gives me orgasms from beyond. (laughs) That's how she comes when she ghosts come. I went to visit him at his mom's house. She was like, Derek's been dead for 30 years. (laughs) Where have you come from? We hung out the whole weekend, didn't bang, texted and talked on the phone for a month before he came down to visit and stay with me a few weekends ago. We had a lot of fun, i.e. banged. Throughout the weekend, he kept saying, I need to come back up so he can show me more of the city we originally met in. Uh, We talked like I'm normal for about a week after he visited, but since then, he started fading off. It's now been a week and that that I haven't heard from him or gotten a response to the last thing I sent. Now, I have no intention of trying to win this guy back, and I'm not that type to take it personally when someone ghosts after a first Tinder date, but my time feels disrespected to not even get a courtesy, hey, this isn't working text after this dude spent a whole weekend at my house. This is uh, where I look to you, uh, your sage wisdom. I want to make him aware this behavior is not okay, but uh, is there a right way to call someone out for ghosting, or should I just get a diary and move the fuck on? (laughs) What do you think? I mean, it seems like she really, like... This is your listeners ha, uh, have been so perceptive in these emails because they're giving themselves the answers in the email. Sure. Where it's like, yeah, tell him that that did make you feel bad. Yeah. And that you it seems like he's moving on and like you just like to hear it from. Him. And and let me give you from her his perspective. Let me defend this guy a little bit. Of course. You're an hour away. You met in a city. This is also this is kind of going back to the previous thing about writing the romantic comedy. Yep. Part of the reason you are into him or the situation is the situation that happened. Yes. You met in a city. He showed you around. He came to visit you. Oh, where could this go? There's been such magic with this. We, we've met in Habitat. We met in real life. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's just like you have to give – you have to kind of calm down from this whole thing and understand just he's just a guy. He's a jag. Mm-hmm. And he came to you to test it out. And unless there was a plan made for you to come to his city, what the fuck do you guys have to talk about? Right. Well, it seems like they were they had been talking about it. He's he's fading. Yeah. And like I think if he came and stayed, you know, stayed at her house for a weekend. Yeah. She could say, "Hey, so this is not a thing." And that's yeah, not like I, and I, but I I understand both sides of what's going on. I understand on. why it didn't work out, and yep. I also understand why you'd be upset, and I can understand. And you should definitely any text that makes you feel better, send it. Yes. And and the text that says, hey, I had fun, kind of disappointed that this trailed off, uh, but if I'm ever back in your city, maybe we can try again. But, you know, you can give the yeah. – you can give a realistic – it doesn't have to be, so go fuck right. yourself, Mr. Ghosty. Right. Hey, disappointed not to have heard from you. Uh, no hard feelings. Or – some hard feelings. Some hard feelings. You but can, but uh, you can be really vulnerable enjoy- and mad yes. at the same time. Really enjoyed the time that we spent together. I had a good time with you. Wish for more. Upset it didn't work out. Kind of pissed that you did. Kind of yeah. let down that yep. you didn't. That you didn't follow. say it. Because I think that's the problem. Isn't that he's he doesn't want to continue? Right. The problem is just the ghost. Yes. And that's the behavior that's listen. Okay to call but, it. I had a girl once. I broke up with her. I, you know, we had gone on dates for yeah you know, a couple months, and I just mm-hmm. sent and we had a date set up for that night, and I just sent her a text being like, hey. I've had a really good time with you, but like I don't see this going any further. I think we should just cancel tonight and uh, take a break for now. And her response was, "I can't believe you do this Thursday at three o'clock." And it's like, when the fuck do you right. want to be? At what? At what point? At what point? What's and, what's good enough? What's too much? What's too little? We mm-hmm. don't know. We're all trying to just go on with our lives without being an asshole to as many people right. as possible. And the date wasn't she bought you Hamilton tickets, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that it was whatever it was. And, and I, obviously. It feels bad to have someone break something off with you sure. like that, but you have to do it somehow. Somehow, some way. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got one more sponsor. Man, they keep signing up because of you, the listener. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling a friend. Omaha Steaks. Listen, they sent me this shit. It's fucking great. It is quite a gift. Okay, and if you're sitting there with fifty bucks, okay. And you got a mom or a dad? If you're if you're an orphan, don't listen to this ad. Yeah, don't you know what? Don't even listen to this podcast. Don't no, listen, listen to the podcast. <laughs> listen or- to the podcast. We'll take orphans yeah, if they we'll got ears. Orphans, yeah. No, earless orphans, you're out. Yeah, get, get the out. fuck out. Get out. You're, but if you're you creep me out, you creep me out. You got a weird backstory. Yeah, go on Top Chef. You'll probably win. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. For forty nine ninety nine, you can get my family gift pack. When you go to omahasteaks.com, enter my code JTrain. That's JTrain. That's JTrain. 
OmahaSteaks.com, code JTrain. So that's 75% off. They sent it to me. Let me tell you, I mean, Omaha Steaks, they offer really different. It's not just steaks. They do it all. 500 gourmet gift ideas, great steak experiences at home, the most flavorful tender aged beef, plus seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, dessert, appetizer, pasta, soup, seasoning, sauces, and so much more convenient and quick shopping for those on your list. Age 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cut and hand-trimmed vacuum steel. Online recipes, wine pairings, and more. So I, I do these types of gifts for my family. I do these. I Omaha Steaks specifically, I do for my dad like once every couple of years. It's great. It's great. It's, and it's one of those things that like – you ever go to the store and you you walk into a store, you go, what the fuck am I going to do here? Yeah. I always send from like very specific places and Omaha Steaks is great. This is what you're going to get. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive uh, savings to just my listeners. So listen to everything that you're going to get for less than $50. $49.99, this is what you get. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, two, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages. Am I done? No. Four burgers, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus get four additional kielbasas, sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, go to omahasteaks.com, go to omahasteaks.com, enter my code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. In the search bar, get 75% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. I, I look Listen, Papa JT. It's going to be a hit. I can vouch for this. I've done yeah. it. I've sent it to my dad numerous times, and he's never like, Omaha Steaks again? He's yeah. It's just like, great. Your mother and I will have a lovely meal. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. And I feel like you'll have good perspective on yeah. this. This is a very, to me, it's a last week tonight story. Sure. I've not been following it enough, but I'm excited. But, oh, I know a little bit. So, Shelby, tee this up for us. We're going to do some news. So, Tennessee football was in need of a new coach, and mm. they hired former College coach, NFL coach, Greg Schiano. Now, let me explain to the people at home. And yeah. if you're a lady listener, this involves you because I think this story relates to a lot of things that are going on right now. Greg Schiano was an assistant coach at Penn State during the scandal with Jerry Sandusky. So when they investigated it, his name came up as someone who may have heard, may have not heard. And then they went to trial and they're, you know, in... Whatever way the lawyers and prosecutors came out, it turns out that his name was mentioned and then went away. Okay? Then he has a long career. He coaches at Rutgers, has a great career there, goes, uh, goes to Tampa Bay, gets fired there, comes back to college. He's a coach at Ohio State, and he gets this job at Tennessee. The way I understand it is that Tennessee wasn't happy. Two things went on. Tennessee thinks they should get a uh, thinks they should be with a hotter coach than Greg Schiano. Mm -hmm. Is is my feeling on the situation? Because they're talking to Lane Kiffin now, right? Is that true? Lane coached there before, oh, and then okay. they might they someone keeps bringing him up as he might. Uh, uh, but John Gruden has been sure, brought up. Sure, sure. They've been hot on the Gruden one. Schiano gets gets hired. They think this is not the coach we want, and someone brings up that also. He's a pedophile apologist. Mm -hmm. And now people on Twitter gang together to say the pedophile, they bring up the, you know, they're raising the pedophile flag. Mm -hmm. Which, hideous which, flag. Hideous flag. Tough to look at. Yeah. One but of they, my but, bottom five flags. <laughs> that he's a pedophile apologist, which it's been, it's gone. That You know, he might be connected in some, just anyone that worked at Penn State during that time is now or involved in that investigation mm -hmm. you know you're it's just a worrisome thing and i hate slippery slope arguments mm -hmm. i hate that someone's like well if we you know if someone gets in trouble for something in their past then but this is one of those things you're watching people fall down the slope right because now people are saying the, what they're doing is they're using the pedophile thing mm -hmm. to get rid of a guy that they don't like as a football coach sure so there's because Everyone's going to agree with you online. Pedophile, pedophilia is bad. Yeah, offline too. Most offline people, too. They will take a hard stand against pedophiles, and I agree. And I am, I am on board. <laughs> but they're not going to look at the facts and all the the gray in this case mm -hmm. to say, well, he didn't, he wasn't, that didn't happen. He wasn't a part of this. It also, it feels like at this point, it is Tennessee's fault for hiring some. This was not a secret, right? This didn't come out. 
Or did it? Uh, it I mean, whatever the tenuous It seems like is. the AD was surprised by it, but okay. a lot of people are doing like high horse sitting. They're, sure, sure, they're sure. They're sitting there going, how could you hire right, a pedo- right, right, pedophile right. Uh, of apologists while at the same time, that person, they're just like, and he's a shitty coach. Yeah. You can't put <laughs> right. those in the same you sentence. To, you have to do one or the other. You can't be like, uh, I can't believe this pedophile is going with a 3-4 defensive scheme. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's so, and it drives me crazy because it's we're going towards so, like, how does it relate to you, fine podcast listener? Right. Let's say you get hired for a job and someone doesn't like that you worked at a school that they don't really, you know, care for or had a big scandal mm-hmm. go down at. Let's say you were not involved at all, but now the word gets around, well, you were on the team well, during the scandal. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be involved with that. Oh, and they just use that one small tiny thing to get you out of a job because they don't like you as a candidate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we it's... think it can't be us. But this is the slippery slope argument that I hate. But now we're all famous. We all have a podium. Right. We all have a Twitter account. What if one tweet from your past, maybe you say something that you meant as a joke, and then someone goes, well, well this one tweet. People, I, I don't think it could be me because people don't have a problem just telling me they don't like me to my face. Yeah. <laughs> so that's normally how I get sure. told that I'm getting fired from things. But if you were uh, if you were no. brought up for a job. I understand, yeah. And, and, I, and someone said, well, there's this one tweet where he yeah. – you know, is, is is on board with this thing that we all don't like. Right. You can't hire him. Yeah. And it's uh, it's like, look, man, I just, I just didn't think Suicide Squad was that bad a movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. I uh, haven't seen it, but I, I look how scared I am to go on the record pro Suicide Squad. This is what I'm saying. We're we're in the Thought Police. Yeah. I, department now. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. And it bothers me the most. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. It, it bothers me the most because. The people bring everyone is just taking does anything they can to defend their team. Sure. So and this is a real team. This is Tennessee football. Right, so right, right. Doing, it's actual teams. It's an actual team. This is an actual example. We see it with politics, mm-hmm. where it's like, that's my team. I don't care how I have to rationalize yeah. it. I will defend my team. So what they're saying is, I want Tennessee football to be good. I don't think this football coach could be any good. Let's ruin his life and make sure he can get never get hired again mm-hmm. to preserve Tennessee football by making him a pedophile apologist. Mm-hmm. Right. Fucked up. Yeah, it seems like if he was cleared by an investigation. No, we don't care about experts and lawyers right. and, and the judicial process. Right. We only care about our football team yeah. being, I hope Tennessee football never fucking wins another game. That's how I feel about this. I really do. This guy, Clay Travis, who claims to be this, like, you know, he's oh, like, yeah, a, I know Clay no, Tra- he yeah. claims to be the, the guy who has no team. He's Mr. You know, free government, free this. And then he creates a fucking, and he's on a video today where he's he's saying, how powerful he is mm-hmm. to get rid of the coach. And he even says the first line out of his mouth is, we didn't want him as a good coach, and then he's right. a pedophile apologist. Right. I mean, you've got to go, he's a pedophile first. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you sincerely feel that way, it's... That's the know, only argument. If, not, right. Correct. We don't like him as a coach. Correct. He sucked at Rutgers. If you, oh, right. Oh, what, what's Rutgers? Is it Division One a Like, that's not an argument. He says that in the thing, and you're like... And this is a guy that I was like, I, you know, I like this guy... Mm-hmm. As a pundit, because he always he never it never seen he he's Mr. Anti Snowflake, Mr. Anti, sure. and then he became the fucking snowflake. Yeah, I and, think it and often it's like goes we, that way. We and it's like we're all the same. Just remember, anything you cheer for, you're the same as the person you hate on the other side. You're the same fucking person. It bothers me because in this Tennessee football could be any football team. I listen. I watch it with Penn State. There are certain people that won't sit there. And tell you that Joe Paterno had nothing wrong in right. his life, and I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Right, you have to acknowledge that. Acknowledge, yeah. And 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 they treat it in like religion. Mm-hmm. So I get that Tennessee could be any football program, right? It could be, any, but you're the one doing it now. And listen, Papa JT's against you. And I'm sure there's nice people that go there. Listen, if you're a listener from the fine state of Tennessee and you like Tennessee football. I wish you personally the best. Mm-hmm. I wish your football team the fucking worst. I hope it is cursed from this day forward. You know, like I want to yeah. I want to put a pox on this like it, it really fucking bothers me. Peyton, I hope Peyton Manning's ghost yeah, shows up. They just they just settled with a bunch of women who uh who claim that their like harassment suits weren't were done right at Tennessee. Oof, that's no good. Yeah, I didn't see the protests online for that. Yeah, that's bad. Peyton Manning putting his balls on trainers, trainers on trainers' faces. Yeah, that's bad. But no. Right. Shiano's not a good enough coach for us. I'm sorry to bring this in. No, that's okay. I'm so because I got so mad about this because I'm like, this could be any industry, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And I, again, 
case by case. If he seems like a Listen, pedophile if, apologist. If tomorrow like it comes said, out that Shiano was fucking pitching young kids to, mm-hmm. to, to Sandusky, I'll be like, listen, I was wrong. Right. But I read through this and I was like, this just feels like we're just, you, you protected your football team to fucking ruin one guy's life or get him out. Also, it seems like if you're bad, if he's a bad coach. Belichick was a bad coach at one point too. Sure was. I remember listening to Ted Sarandis in Boston mm-hmm. when Belichick got hired, yeah. and he and he was he, he was did nothing with the Cleveland Browns. Angry, mm-hmm. and eat your words. That's fine. That's why yep. you put your words out there. But yep. like, whatever. Josh Gonneman, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for having me. Jack. Such a pleasure. Great guest. Always a pleasure. I knew you were awesome. You're gonna Great be to awesome. See At Josh Gonneman on Twitter, Instagram, go follow him, support him. Awesome comic, joshgonneman.com. Coming to the Midwest this week. So go go to the shows. Chicago, Eau Claire, Iowa City, Minneapolis. Minneapolis great and there's cities. more coming up. And there's more coming up. Uh, Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. <laughs> At Classic Shelby, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Go follow him, support him as well. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. At JTrain56 on Twitter, Snapchat. At Jared Freed on Instagram. Jared Freed on Facebook. We'll see you next episode. Boom.